0: This is Desiree Summer, and you are listening to the podcast where we talk about how to style, beautify, and make your life fun again. Here we go. Guys, How are you doing? I hope that you are having a wonderful week. I know I am. I've spent a lot of time in the garden. It's finally warmed up where I am. So I am very, very happy and I hope you are too. Today we're going to talk about fathers and about that inner archetype of the father. So it's all about five ways to father yourself and why you'd want to. So whatever your relationship with your dad, whether it's good, bad, or even non-existent, it's never too late to give yourself the fathering you've always wanted. But as an adult, why would you even want to do that? Why would you want to have an inner father figure or work on it? What can it do for you? And how do you know if you even need to do this? That is what this podcast is going to be all about. So this all started because one of my most popular blogs from last year was all about mothering yourself as an adult. It seems like we all really resonate to the idea of mothering, no matter how old we become or how much of an adult we are, or even what gender we identify. We just get that mothering is an ongoing process. And because that blog was so popular, I have been wanting to do the same thing with the idea of fathering yourself for a couple years now. But while I have um, made outlines, and while I've even gone so far as to partially write articles, I've just shied away from actually publishing them. And this happened to me last week, actually. In the U.S. here, it was Father's Day, and I really wanted to get this article out, and I just blew it off yet again. And it had me wondering why. And what I came up with was this. I think it's not so clear to me, at least anymore, where the role of father fits into our society, or if it even does anymore. Is this idea of father even relevant anymore? And I want you to stop. I'm not going to bash dads, I promise. You know, it's not that fathers aren't important or that we don't need them anymore. Of course they are. But it seems like their role is really rapidly being remodeled into one that looks a lot more like what we think of as mothering right? Dads can be nurturers and they can be caretakers too. And I'm here for that. I think more choices, more freedom for everyone is great. And I don't think that kids can get enough of that sort of nurturing warmth. But what I'm wondering is where does that leave us with this idea of the traditional father and of all the values it once held for us? You know, those flip side of the mom coin, those values on that other side of it. We live in this world where gender bending and gender fluidity really rule and where the power structures of patriarchy are actively being dismantled. So where does that leave the values embodied in this idea of the traditional father? That's something I've been thinking about a lot. And I'm kind of troubled by the fact that, you know, traditionally dad modeled a very exclusive version of masculinity and those values that was for their sons. It was for other men or other soon to be men. And women and daughters were always kind of left out of that equation and we were left out of those values. The closest I think we ever came to inclusion was this idea that dad would model for us what a man should be and how a man in our lives should treat us. But what he didn't model for us was those inner qualities that we could emulate and that his sons often got access to. So when we talk about the father figure, you know, unfortunately, a lot of that is tied up into the idea of patriarchy. And Mother, the question for me is, is it necessary? Is there room anymore for the traditional stereotypical father figure if it's so closely connected to something that's been harmful to a lot of us? And, you know, if modern millennial men have all but abandoned it, Should I be writing about this? Should I be talking about it? Is it useful for us as people who identify as women? That's really what's been on my mind. But the thing is, this keeps bubbling up for me because I really think there is something useful in that old traditional father figure for us. Not the parts connected to patriarchy, not the things that are connected to, you know, the hierarchy and control or being dominating, that's all garbage. But what about all that other stuff that's hidden within it? Did we maybe throw out some of the baby with the bathwater? Because I strongly suspect that there is really missing treasure for us as women hidden in that dusty old relic of that traditional father figure. And it's hidden in those values that were embodied with the archetype of the traditional father, right? You remember I was talking about the values and qualities that are the flip side to mom, what we consider mom, nurturing, you know, caretaking. And I think those values may hold a lot of the qualities we missed out on developing fully as little kids, especially if we were raised as girls. So for me, the question is, am I just putting out old stereotypes Or is there a way that we could use those old values, that we could develop them more fully and maybe find some of the solutions to, I don't know, the power struggles that still plague so many of us as women today? And that's what I'd like you to keep in mind as I go through this list here of some of those qualities and some of those values that were embodied in a stereotypical, traditional father figure. So in an ideal world, Outside of patriarchy, right? A traditional father figure would have modeled for us, number one, the values of protection and worth, especially self-worth. There's a quote here from Freud that says, I cannot think of any need in children as strong as the need for a father's protection. Even Freud knew that in a dangerous, uncertain world, the father's first duty was to protect his family, his home, and his kids. But what happens when dad doesn't show up at all? What happens when he doesn't do a good job of protecting us, of protecting that home, and of teaching us the value of protection? I think often kids get the idea that they weren't worth protecting. And that's a wound that can show up all your life long, regardless of gender. As women, we can also end up getting the idea that we can't protect ourselves, that we have to rely on others to act nicely or to do it for us. And that's not very helpful either. So when we think about this, if you evaluate it from these questions about your own sense of protection and self-worth, let me ask you, are you doing a good job at protecting yourself? And I don't just mean physically, that's great, but what about your inner resources? Do you protect your time, your energy, your ability to care for others? Or can anyone and everyone get access to them? What I'm saying is, do you have good boundaries and do you know how to enforce them? And what about worth? Do you see your own intrinsic worth just as you? You don't feel like you need to earn it by working hard or helping others. Or, you know, do you see yourself as relatively unimportant unless you're doing for others? Do you see yourself as unimportant in comparison to others? That might show some worth issues. And are you good at discerning who to let into your world and who to politely leave out? Or can anyone at all talk to you, befriend you, make demands of you? Last, do you rely on other people to tell you your value or worth? Because if you're answering yes to some of those questions, it might suggest you need to do some strengthening of that inner father figure in those areas of protection and self-worth. Moving on, number two, in an ideal world, you know, a father would teach us the values of work and self-respect. There's a really beautiful quote here by Toni Morrison. She says, I remember a very important lesson that my father gave me when I was 12 or 13. He said, you know, today I welded a perfect seam and I signed my name to it. And I said, oh, but daddy, no one's gonna see it. And he said, yeah, but I know it's there. So when I was working in kitchens, I did good work too. Back in that ideal world, your dad would have um, had you shadow him at work maybe for the summer, or maybe he would have invited you into his, you know, wood shop. That's a traditional guy thing, right? Maybe he would have helped you with a science fair project. And through working with you, he would have shown you the value in doing difficult work and in persevering with it. Your dad would have insisted that you always meet a standard of excellence. That you always do your best work, even when no one is looking. And not just because hard work pays off, but it does. But also because hard work is a reward in and of itself. You know, we gain dignity and respect for ourselves when we strive to meet those ideals. And we don't always hit the mark, but we feel better somehow when we know we gave it our all. And dad knows that. So, when evaluating your own sense of work ethic and self-respect as values, ask yourself, do you readily embrace difficult work? Or do you, like a lot of women I know, fear it because you worry that you aren't good enough or you aren't ready to, to put in that kind of work to co- accomplish it? Are you consistently disappointed by whatever effort of work you put in because it wasn't you know, perfect without any regard to how hard you worked or what level your skill is, is perfect the only acceptable outcome no matter how much effort you put in. I can definitely relate to that one and I know a lot of women who have that same issue. Last, do you value your work in the world? Do you value your job? Do you give yourself your own dignity and respect for what you do no matter what it is? You know, everyone's job and work is important and everyone deserves to value and respect themselves for it. And sometimes I think women haven't quite learned that lesson. Moving on, number three, in an ideal world, a traditional father would teach us courage and risk-taking. There's a quote by Ryan Reynolds, of all people, but he says, being a dad isn't just about eating a huge bag of gummy bears as your wife gives birth. It means being comfortable with the word hero. Traditionally, dads were our first heroes. They teach us in real life what it means to have courage and to risk things for others. You know, when there's, I don't know, like a mouse in the house that must be caught, the one that has everyone else screaming and up on chairs, that's traditionally dad's world, right? Only he can face down that dilemma. Only he can show us how to face and deal with our fears. Dad's model for us the, that hero's journey, right? Going out and doing amazing feats of daring for his family. And they also show us how to get up when we fall down, and they do it until they get it right. After all, their family is counting on them. Let me ask you about the values of courage and risk-taking for you. Are you comfortable with the word hero? Are you comfortable seeing yourself as a hero on your own personal journey of fulfillment? Are you capable of doing daring things for yourself and for your best life? Do you have strategies for dealing with fear and do they work? Do you have strategies for dealing with failures? Or do you overthink, overanalyze past losses or failures? Do you beat yourself up over them? Or maybe you give up quickly after the first defeat. Again, that would show some issues with that inner father figure. Last, are you good at taking risk? When was the last time you took a big risk? and does your life reflect back to you the values of valor and bravery? Again, if you look at those and you see that you're missing that in your life, that those values are a little underdeveloped, that would suggest that bringing up that inner father figure and refathering yourself might be helpful. Which brings us to number four, self-confidence and belief. There's a quote here by Jim Valvano, "'My father gave me the greatest gift Anyone could give another person he believed in me. So let's imagine you are back in high school and you want to try out for the lead in a play or maybe for the track team, but you're not really sure you'd have a chance. If you were lucky, it would have been your dad who would have insisted that you go for it. He would have told you he believed in you and that he knew you could. And hopefully he would have showed you how to dismantle and dissolve self-doubt you know, with deep faith and belief in yourself. And he wouldn't just tell you that you were good enough. He would have insisted that you prove it to yourself through action. Dads are often the ones in our lives challenging us to reach for more, to aim for higher, to dream bigger, and to never settle for less than everything we want. Couldn't we all use more of that in our lives? So some questions to look at when you're evaluating your own self-confidence and belief in yourself are... Do you have areas in your life where you've settled for less than you want? Relationships, it could be job-wise, it could be anything. Or where you've settled for less than your abilities. And this is a good place to ask yourself maybe why. Do you believe in yourself and your ability to make things happen? Do you have faith that life is on your side and wants even more good things for you? Or have you lost that faith? Did you never have it? And what are the thoughts you have about that instead? Last Do you know how to deal with disappointment when things don't work out for you especially on the first, second, third try? Are you scared at this point to hope for more and to aim for higher and be disappointed again? And how might your life change if you weren't? How might your life be different? What actions would you take if you believed in yourself again the way a dad would his favorite kid? So again, If some of those questions are really resonating with you, this might be an area to strengthen that inner father figure. And that brings us to our last one, number five. In an ideal world, our stereotypical traditional dad would have taught us the values of freedom and independence. There's a quote by Harmon Kilbrew. My father used to play with my brother and me in the yard, and mother would come out and say, you're tearing up the grass. And dad would reply, we're not raising grass. We're raising boys you know when dads watch over us they often turn a bit of a benign blind eye to our play and infractions in fact they may even encourage us to break the rules and sometimes they are the ones leading the way uh, why it helps us grow and find ourselves finding independence means we have to differentiate ourselves from our families and from our fathers and that means we're going to have to break some rules in order to find our own set of what we think is right, what works for us. Those are gonna end up being the rules that we live by as adults. Not to mention, we figure out how to get ourselves out of some of our own messes and shenanigans when dad's not paying attention or gives us that freedom. Dad's like no other encourage us to own that freedom and independence. So when you're looking at those values of freedom and independence in your life, again, some questions to ask. Do you pride yourself on being a good girl, on following the rules, right? Do you feel guilty when you break them or do you feel afraid of breaking the rules? Do you have your own inner set of rules for you? When was the last time you broke someone else's rules, you know, even a silly one, and how did it feel? Can you fly solo and do your own independent thing at work or even socially? Or do you always need a partner to reassure you that you're doing it right and to make you feel safe? How have your traditions, your rules, your customs changed from your family of origins? How have you gained your independence and made your own rules, your own life away from them? And like before, if some of those questions are really hitting you hard, that might show a good place to strengthen that inner father archetype and do some some re-fathering, right? And that, you guys, that is the list that I came up with. It's just a beginning of some of those traditional masculine values. But I encourage you to find your own and to think about that. But also remember, go gently. You know, you guys be kind, right? The best fathers, even inner fathers, are kind. I will see you guys next week. Or if you're on the mailing list, I will see you on Friday. All my love. Bye, you guys. Bye-bye.